0: This is the Awake Athlete Podcast. I'm Jessica Mkowski, Mindsight Coach, and plant-powered athlete on a mission to guide all who are ready to great heights in sports performance and life. Through the 10,000-foot view, I share teachings of living awake with the sole purpose that we all realize our innate power to be the masters of our minds. Welcome back to the show. All right. In today's episode, I am going to be offering you an expanded perspective on injury and dis-ease in the body. It was the early 1990s when I first stepped onto a yoga mat. So we're talking like three decades of my life I have been practicing yoga. And for the first 17 years of my yoga journey, I was not interested in meditation. And in fact, you know, I thought it was, you know, for other people, it wasn't for me. And so I tried lots of different things as an athlete now for almost two decades, and somebody who pushed and pushed and pushed and was impatient when injuries showed up or pushed through if I was working through a cold or strep throat, I used to get a lot of like strep throat, that became a story of mine. Every year I get strep throat, and then guess what happened? Every year I got strep throat, and... I was frustrated when I would have to stop, and it was really just this discomfort with not doing, because I was so addicted to doing. It was really covering up energies and experiences in my life that were unprocessed, and so that really leads me into this expanded perspective on dis-ease and injury that manifests and is realized through the physical body. So we're talking almost three decades as a yogi, almost two decades as an endurance athlete. And somewhere along the line there, I would say we're coming up on probably the same amount of time as me being an endurance athlete, a couple of decades of... Dabbling, uh, and in recent years, much more has become a guiding path in my journey of health is Ayurveda, which Ayurveda is the sister science to yoga, yoga being the science of the mind, Ayurveda being the science of life. It is the optimal path to health. Now, as an athlete that likes to achieve, as uh, we could call it a type A in Ayurveda, we would call it a pitta constitution, fiery constitution. I like to achieve. I, why wouldn't I want optimal health? But for so many years, I just really struggled with slowing down. I mean, sitting still, not doing anything, just being, that was really, really tough. I had a very hard time with being chill. And, you know, when injury showed up, when sickness showed up, I pushed through, I pushed through. I didn't honor the body as I do now. And that really started in 2004, which was the year before I did my first triathlon. And so coming up on 20 years now, which is amazing. And when I went to massage school, I went to the Boulder College of Massage Therapy, which at the time, it's, it's no longer, uh, it's just no longer, it doesn't exist anymore. But at the time, it was known as the Harvard of massage schools. So, of course, type A personality, why would you go to any other school? And it was a very intense program. It was, you know, um, by the time I finished, I think I was in school for about two and a half years. Uh, the basic program was a thousand hours. And then I had a specialty in sports and orthopedic massage So I went on to get an associates in uh, massage therapy with a specialty in sports and orthopedic. And along with that associates that I received came some really expansive education, one of which was trauma in the body. And uh, trauma, not so much developmental trauma, but shock trauma. And in my practice, I was working a lot with athletes. So working with athletes who had experienced bicycle accidents, um, mostly, it was really mostly bicycle accidents and learning, you know, how the body responds to trauma, uh, things that happen when the trauma goes unprocessed and how to work with athletes to gently and, Respectively, allow that trauma to release. And we did that in many sessions on the massage table when I was practicing in Boulder. And I carry those skills and that knowledge today. I think the most important thing that I learned about the body, because I studied the body really intensely for about a decade, is understanding the natural healing mechanisms of the body. And then during this time in Boulder, and at the Boulder College Massage Therapy, I started to learn about Ayurveda. I started to learn about the fire constitution, about the earth element, about how the philosophy of this 3,000-year-old medicine that says when the elements of the body, or we'll just say, because I'm not going to go down a big road into Ayurveda right now, but when the body is in balance, there is absence of disease, because when the body is in balance, in balance, not imbalance, but it is balanced, that the body can heal itself. And so in Ayurveda, you do that through lifestyle, um, you know, what we eat, how we eat. And I've done episodes on that before how the yoga of food, how we eat, you know, the colors that we wear, how we decorate our house. Is it cluttered? Is it uncluttered? The music we listen to. So a lot of lifestyle, how we communicate. Also meditation, it's such a primary piece of Ayurveda and balance. And also yoga as the primary exercise in Ayurveda. And then it's a very intricate science. So what I'm getting at with Ayurveda, what I learned through Ayurveda, is that all dis-ease begins in the mind. Now yoga being the science of the mind Ayurveda being the path to optimal health. Thousands and thousands of years old, these sciences, which if you look at modern science, the discoveries that we're getting through our our modern science, our research, the studies that are happening, it's confirming the realizations and the teachings of these sciences that are thousands of years old. So I like to go to the source. And so that's where I go. I like getting into these ancient sciences. That's what makes sense to me. And how I've realized great healing in my own body. And so as I studied the physiological processes of the body in massage school and having this specialty in sports and orthopedic, I learned a lot about injury. And I learned a lot about how I, my resistance to slow down, my resistance to honor the body, my anger at the body for getting sick, my anger for spraining my ankle and not being able to, you know, do the race or finish my run or in, it, something that interrupted my training was all working against this intelligent system that has the ability to heal itself. So the contemplative statement that I would like to offer to you is perhaps when dis-ease shows up in the body, when injury shows up in the body, that it is actually healing that is happening. And so in that mindset shift that I experienced many years ago, when something shows up in my body, my immediate response is gratitude because my body is working and i understand that inflammation is one of the body's number 1 healing mechanisms and i for so long i gave it such a bad rap and in this understanding and this mindset shift around what disease is and what injury is and the power of our body to heal backed by this ancient medicine, that all dis-ease begins in the mind. And if it goes unprocessed, will be realized and manifested through the physical body. To me, it just seems crazy not to be engaging in mind training practices that not only allow us to have peace of mind— Because we're turning inward to that peace and that quiet that's already within us. And yeah, you might need to get through some layers before you realize that peace and quiet. I know I did. And I talk about this in Awake Athlete the book that sometimes all I could do when I first started meditating was scream because there was just so much turbulence under the surface that I was refusing to look at. And what I've realized is that when we're not looking at what we need to look at, under the surface, it will unconsciously use us. It will unconsciously use us in ways where we're expanding. It's trying to get out. So it's coming out through anger. It's coming out through jealousy. It's coming out through guilt. It's coming out through dis-ease. It's coming out through injury. It's coming out in ways that are actually expanding exactly what we don't want. And it will do that until we back ourselves so far into a corner that we say no more. And that's the beautiful awakening moment because when you say no more and you mean it, you shift your life to a way where challenges are not going to stop. Remember, there is a result to every action we take and actions are words and actions are thoughts and actions are actually actions. And sometimes they're actually in actions when we're not doing anything. That is also creating a result because we live in a world of cause and effect And so as we don't look at the things that we need to be looking at and we reside and live behind ideals like it's too hard for me to get still, what's happening, and this happened to me, and this happens to everyone who gets to the point that says no more, is that life circumstances will continue to unfold that will create more of what we don't want. And so as... We engage in mind training practices that are also serving to stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system, which is our healing nervous system, which activates that part of us that says, Whoa, when the body is in balance, the body can heal itself. If we're not doing that, then we're going down that road where we're going to back ourselves into a corner. And that's just how it is because there's a lot of stress in life and there's a lot of things in this world that we have to soldier up around and and push through our day. But what I found through meditation, through mindful practice, through slowing down, having one meal a day where I'm not talking, I'm not on the computer, I'm not on the phone, I'm not scrolling, and I'm considering the food in front of me as medicine – that the things that come my way move really quickly because the resistance is now gone. So it started with this knowledge in massage school about how intelligent the body is and understanding what actually happens in the body in response to disease that's manifesting, in response to injury that is occurring, whether that is from a shock trauma, you know, having a bicycle accident, falling on the trail, spraining your ankle or hitting your head – Or, you know, something that's quote-unquote going around and we catch it, a virus, you know, a cold, something like that. Understanding really what the body is doing, you realize that the body is your greatest advocate and it's like we're living in this incredible vehicle that is beyond what I can even comprehend, what's happening right now, even for these words to be moving through me is beyond what I can comprehend. And so this leads me to my most recent experience with disease in the body. I started to feel some nerve pain down through my quad and down uh, the, the outside of my lower leg and through my glute and a little bit in my hamstring. And so I sat in meditation and I just really got curious about what I was feeling in my body. I could feel right in my low back on the same side. It was my right leg. Right at like L5S1, so my last lumbar vertebrae right before my sacrum, which is the most common place for people to have like a herniation, uh, nerve impingement there, I could feel, I didn't feel pain, I didn't feel anything with the nerve, but I could feel this density of energy. I could just feel some density and I got even more curious about it in meditation and I could feel heat. I knew there was inflammation in there. And I know that that is a healing mechanism. And I had this thought, oh my gosh, I could be going down a road right now where I have a herniated disc. It could mean PT. It could mean lots of acupuncture. It could mean a lot of money. And I sat with that. And I breathed and I got calm with that. And this has come over many, 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 many years. And I just said to myself, to my higher mind, to whoever, the universe, I just said, I'm willing to experience what I need to experience. And I had the high level of gratitude that I didn't have some kind of accident or trauma. That was in my intellect too. I'm like, I didn't have a trauma. So there must just be something going on. And I think I'm feeling that this is not... A long-term situation. And I had a lot of gratitude for my body and the signals that it was giving me. So the first thing that I did was I backed off my training, even though I had a race, which as I'm recording this, the race is two days away. But at this point, it was about 13 days away. And I backed off the training. And I was able to do that with ease because of all the training of the mind that I've done over the years. And I remembered, just like Ayurveda says, that when the body is in balance, there's an absence of disease. Because my body was symptomatic, there was an imbalance. And so I wanted to help it. I wanted to be its friend, its advocate, as my body was advocating for me and I knew that it could heal itself. So I engaged in extra parasympathetic activities like meditation. I was visualizing the healing of this area. I was feeling the left leg that had no nerve pain, and I was taking that feeling and merging it with the right leg. I put my knowledge of the body into action and I gently engaged in simple mobility and gentle yoga targeted at opening vertebral space. I employed actually some allopathic tools. I took 600 milligrams of an anti-inflammatory knowing that sometimes the body gets stuck in a pain spasm pain cycle. Sometimes it just needs a break. And then it will resolve itself. So I did that, and that really helped. I started using a heating pad. Even though I was feeling inflammation, I know that heat brings blood to the area. So there would be a flush of blood and new oxygen. And then I tended to how I was eating, what I was eating. And I also engaged in yoga nidra, which is a regular practice for me. But almost immediately, I was feeling bouts of time where there was no nerve pain, and I was feeling balance again. And then it would come back. I did a really gentle swim. I was doing some very low-risk Okay, let's swim. How does that feel? Ooh, that felt good. After a couple of days, I got on the bike. I just spun easy. Okay, how does that feel? Ooh, that felt good. On the fourth day, I ran and it actually felt terrible when I was running. And I asked myself, are you willing to take this risk? because this is either going to knock it out of you or it's going to knock you into more pain. And I was just willing to take that risk. Something was telling me, just keep running. Let's just see how this feels. I'm pretty much back to normal now, and I've got a race in a couple of days. So as we train the mind, which is essentially what this podcast is all about, we're more in control of that catastrophizing part of us because if I had gone down that road of like, oh my God, disc herniation. oh my gosh. And it could have been that. But had I wasted energy that my body could have been using to heal with resistance, with anger, with fear, which I have done in the past and it, it brought me nothing but more of the same, I wouldn't have moved through this as fast as I did. I just know I wouldn't have. So I guess the point of this is to offer perspective that all dis-ease begins in the mind. When it goes unprocessed, it will manifest in the body. Because we're closing our hearts. We're living in fear. We're suppressing anger. And meditation, mindfulness, getting still, learning how to be, all of that begins to help us process what has not been processed before. And if we don't, it will get to a point where it cannot be hidden and it will manifest in the body. So this next episode that's coming at you is a yoga nidra practice. There's a lot of science around yoga nidra, so you can check that out online. But one of the coolest pieces of it is that they equate 30 minutes of yoga nidra to four hours of quality sleep. So it just goes to show that when we put ourselves into that parasympathetic nervous system, not only is the body healing, not only is the mind healing, but it's also restoring our energy and rejuvenating our spirit. Give it a try. I hope this was helpful for you to share some perspective on injury. I've been there. I've fought it. I've been angry. I've literally duct taped sprained ankles and gotten on my snowboard. Just silly stuff because I didn't know how to stop. I was too scared to look. Don't be afraid to look because at the end of the day, it's you and you. It's you and you. And it's an inside job. It always has been. It always will be. And this podcast is really here to serve those moments that feel like too much. So pick an episode over the past four seasons, binge on a full season, get yourself in a vibration of healing, a vibration of hope, which I believe this podcast can offer. So thanks so much for being with me for this season for all of the seasons and get yourself really comfortable and get ready for an amazing ride with Yoga Nidra Namaste Are the messages in this podcast resonating with you? Is there a spark that has been flamed in a part of you that wants more? Get over to awakeathlete.com right now and click on the homepage link to schedule your free 30 minute discovery call with me because if not now When?